You are now you listening, are now to, listening the to the sweet sounds, sounds of Josie's boy. Josie's boy. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the greatest show on earth. Call me when it's over. I'm your host, Girls Favorite Artist, Josie's Boy. I appreciate you guys for coming back. Call me when it's over.com, uh, rageworks.net. It's all, I'm sorry, let me get this sound down. I'm sorry about that, guys. I don't want everybody to get, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> This is bad. It happens. Yeah, callmeonasolva.com, rageworks.net. Please show my family silver. I appreciate you. But josiesbarart.com, callmeonasolva.com, rageworks.net. It's all love. It's all good. Uh, big shout out to my sponsors, plastichollywood.com. That's instead of old. Much love. Shout out to everybody watching on Facebook Live. I appreciate you guys. Uh, please make sure you guys follow my Facebook. And so you keep up with those streams. Follow my Facebook and my Instagram, J O S I E S B O Y O one word. Hashtag you girls favorite artists. And don't forget the show is now on Instagram at underscore underscore speech impediment underscore call me when it's over at underscore call me when it's over. So make sure you guys keep up with everything on, on there. I have daily videos. I do a lot of stuff. I got, I got, I got some, I got some stuff coming as you can see. I got some some job posts to make tomorrow, you know what I'm saying? So I've been pretty busy. Sorry, I'm sorry if I haven't been posting too much on Instagram. I try to stay as current as possible. I, I try I try to post at least like three, four times a day, but I've been kind of busy. So but as you can see, you know where I'm going. So call me on the silver.com, josiebarart.com, raydrucks.net. It's all good. So let's get to business. Clearly, it's something that's been going around these past few well, two days. What happened yesterday, matter of fact? Happened yesterday. I'm not trying to, you know, beat it into the ground. Cause I heard a lot of people talk about it, but clearly there's a problem with Pepsi. I want to know what the fuck was Pepsi thinking by now? Everybody's seen this commercial. Uh, it was a Kendall Jenner's right in the middle of it. It was a commercial about, uh, uh, unity protest, all that good stuff. Like the, the message they tried, they tried really hard to do it. And speaking as a creative, I understand artists are supposed to speak to the time. So the whole commercial, if you haven't seen the feature, Kendall Jenner, uh, well, that wasn't the basis of it, but she was like the, I guess the, the white knight in shining armor or whatever you want to call her. Uh, she, she ends up, so she ends up in the middle of a protest. Uh, I'm, it was like a peaceful protest, I guess, cause nobody was fighting. She literally moves up to the front of the line and she approaches all of the officers that are there to kind of combat against the, uh, the protest. And she literally like clears the whole line of anger with the Pepsi. Now, I know uh, whoever's on social media really heavy. You you seen that 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 whole fake battle with like super hot fire where he says something and everybody's like oh like that like she literally hands the cop the Pepsi and everybody starts dancing. The first thing I see is a black guy hit the foe. Like so you telling me <laughs> you telling me for one you tell me that Pepsi like clears everything. Like Pepsi is literally like the the solvent to all our problems. We have. Everything going on in the world that you can think of terrible right now. And you telling me, you showing me that Pepsi clears every kind of problem. I'm not going to stay too long on this because I don't want to be like super over the top with it, but it, it, it pissed me off. I'm not even going to lie about it. So you telling me that the, oh, every single problem in the world that we have, Pepsi solves it. Police, like police brutality. They're killing all of us. Uh, we get mass incarceration, all of this. Everything could be solved with just one Pepsi. Now, I don't know the creatives that were behind it. I didn't do any research or anything like that. 
I'm not gonna lie to you. Whoever whoever was behind writing this shit should have got fired. Keep it hundred. It was stupid. It was stupid. It, no, you know what? The only people that are gonna if if you want to say take it out of context, some yes, I, I there there can be an argument that some people say there's too much reading into it, but I don't think so. I personally don't think so. I think that that's one of those things where you kind of read between the lines, right? Well, actually. That's what the director said, but, but what I, what I read before anybody said that, it was actually based off of a, of a picture from a protest, protester in Baton Rouge recently. No, 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 recently. Yeah, recently. There, cause there's a picture of a, of a woman, whoever was fought, everything that happened in Ferguson and all that stuff. There was a woman that stood up to a whole crew of police officers. It's just her. Like you see it, they're like rushing her and she's standing there peacefully and they're coming like zip tire. That like that, so they say it was the sixties thing. I think they're just trying to justify whatever they did. Well, point point being is like that commercial could have been written a little better. Like I, I get it could have been it, it, it should have been something about unity. <clears throat> it could have literally been like you show the police officers, then you show the protesters, and it could have been like a message about you know cut the tension, some kind of unity. Uh, it it could have been even. After that, like, we're going to donate money to UNICEF or like some, some kind of charity. It could have been something. You do not tell me that one of the, the, the most white, priv- the most privileged white girls can jump out of the, a, a crew of uh, a group of black people and I'll oh, shout out to Charlie just joined in. You're telling me that a group of, uh, of black people, well, all the protesters are people of color. We all know that. Anybody that protests are people of color. I, I'm, I'm, I'm sure they're like white people that are on the lines. I know a lot of people who've been to the protests, but we're talking like in the heart of everything. It's all, it's all black people, black and brown people. We all know we, we, we're fighting for whatever we need to. So you telling me at a group of all these individuals who are all black and brown people that there's one white privileged savior that can pop up with a Pepsi, give it to a cop and everything's better. So, so what? Right. Like and for some reason people prefer Pepsi over Coca Cola, but Coca Cola does it correctly, right? What did what did Pep, what did Coca Cola do? They started adding red, black, and green to the ads. So and, and it was it was like it was real inconspicuous. It just had to do with the logo at the end of the at the end of the commercial. It swirled around the bottle, uh, even though there was like two white people in the commercial drinking and sharing the Pepsi or whatever. I think the guy was Latino. I don't know what it was. I have no clue. He had good hair. That's all I know. He had good hair. So at the end of the commercial, it swirled with the red, black, and green. Pepsi could have easily did something like that. Easily did something like that. It could have literally just turned into, hey, uh, even if it would have, you know what? It could have been a commercial where, of course, this is just me, you know, speaking my creative free will. There could have been literally like a small monologue or something. It could have literally been an online only commercial. It didn't have to be something that, that, that ran into, into production. It could have been something where <clears throat> there could have been like a, a small, like a small speech, like the way Nike did it. Nike did with the, when they did the, the 25th anniversary of the Air Force One, they had three different, like two different commercials. They had one where Joel Santana did the song. Then they had one where it was like, uh, there was like a little speech or something like that. And they're talking about the players and all that good stuff. It could have been something as, as tiny as that where nobody would have got anything out of context. Nothing would have been taken wrong. All this is just incorrect. You literally show me one of the most, like the, the toughest, the biggest issue Kendall Jenner has is, I said it yesterday, the biggest issue Kendall Jenner has is when Mac runs out of Bobby Brown. That's the biggest issue she has. Or if like Louis Vuitton doesn't have something her size or some shit like that. You cannot sit there and tell me, there cannot be one white person in that commercial that does some dumb shit like that and justify it. You can't. I understand somebody might, you might say the same thing. Some people might say they take it out of context. I completely disagree. I completely disagree. I think whoever wrote it, it was written poorly. 
it was directed well. Like it looked great. <laughs> the commercial looked great. I will never combat that. But whoever wrote it, it was written incorrectly. Uh, I I personally think it. You know, and this is this is this is why doctors always tell you get sleep. Because I'm pretty sure in that building people were up for like 15, 16 hours. They were it was like burning the midnight, the midnight oil. <laughs> like they were all going crazy trying to figure stuff out. Somebody didn't get enough sleep and say, you know what? Let's get Kendall Jenner. She hasn't done anything big yet. All her sisters got makeup, sex tapes. We need to do something with her. She's the untapped Kardashian. Let's get her. And you know what? Let's have her give a Pepsi to a police officer just to show that it's all good in the hood. Somebody said that. I'm pretty sure. And I'm pretty sure the only black person in the room was like, really? <laughs> really? So we just going to have Kendall Jenner save the day? That's what's going to happen? Somebody literally sat there and thought, you know, right, yo, I'm telling you, know what? They could have got like, they could have got anybody. They could have got like, they could have got Monifa to do the commercial. Like, I don't care who you would have got. It could have been anybody. You could have got the, the little kid who plays Miles from, from Brand, from, uh, Moesha. It could have been anybody. You could have got like the, the, the little girl from, um, Matilda. It could have been her. Even though I know she's an adult now, but it, it, it legitimately could have been anybody. Which one? Quinta, yeah, Quinta could have did it. Yo, she would have been perfect. Quinta would have been perfect because she's, well, for one, she's hilarious. So that would have been like a real, you know what would have been funny? I'm, and this would have made the commercial a little better because it would have been like, you know what? No, because that would have been taken out of context too. <laughs> Let me, cause you can't put a joke on something like that. Like you can't make a joke out of a city. There's no joking matter, no laughing matter in that situation. But if you wanted to make a joke or not even a joke, if you wanted to make it lighthearted to show like, Hey, let's not kill ourselves. Let's find a solution or something like that. Quinta could have literally like broke out of the shit. You could have got Kevin Hart. Pepsi got the money. You could have got Kevin Hart. I'm not saying get a comedian. I'm just saying if there was a reason to make it a little more lighthearted, you could have had Quinta come out of the group. She's mad tiny. So she could have been like busting through everybody. And she would have like, you know, said something like, Hey, what's this? Blah, blah, whatever. And I'm like, Hey, you, you thirsty? Like hand them the Pepsi. She don't want it, but I, right, whatever. Like, and just walk away. That would have been like the joke right there. It's like, all right, you want to be all angry and stuff? I'm not going to get you the Pepsi now. Now we can't be friends. Commercial right there. Done. I'm sure somebody would have been offended by that too, but. Everybody's offended by everything. And I, I, I personally think that the, the commercial log- logically had something to be offended ab- about. Maybe, you know, maybe people are going a little over the top now because I see, I see everybody trying to pull something out of something. That's the, that's the, that's the only issue I got now. Like I, sp- I spoke about this before, but it's like, it's, it's, it's like not so much of a hot button, but it's like, are people too sensitive now? Like that's the thing. Cause it can literally be anything taking, it could be anything like, Soon as the Pepsi thing happened, somebody somebody found that Sony ad where they're, they're promoting the, the the white PlayStation Portable, and it had the the white lady holding a black person's face. Like, I've never seen that ad in my life. Really, makes sense. If you was European, makes sense. But if this Pepsi thing would have never happened, that would have been the ad that would would have never been shown. Right. So why don't so so if 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 that's the case, and I'm not trying to justify it, like I said, uh, if that's the case, why don't we condemn or speak badly about the like those skittles ads where the dude like jizzes all over the lady's face in the skittles why don't we say that's like sexually offensive uh because you're trying to call everybody gay like it's sweet why don't we talk about that you know it's there's just i'm just saying there's little things that that that, that could be done just to kind of kind of make the conversation even you know what i'm saying like not 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 so, like not so much have a double standard to have, have have an even playing field and i get it me being a painter i understand that the artists are supposed to you know um relate to the times 
I get that. Like we all have, we, we all have, uh, I'm not gonna say obligation to do it, but I understand that we should be doing that. We should, you know, Nina Simone said, everybody says you're supposed to relate to the times. Uh, but I don't know if they had any, anybody in their right mind in that, that boardroom. That was, that was, that was legitimately like a big mistake. And, uh, hopefully whoever had anything to do with it gets fired. I truly believe they should get fired. Uh, they probably won't get fired. They'll probably end up like doing paperwork. Hopefully, I, you know, I pray to God that it's not a black guy that wrote that. Did they? Well, huh, you, I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to tell you why. You want to know why? Cause racism is open and, and accepted now. It's after, after Trump, it's like, it's, it's obvious. Everything's obvious. Somebody sat in that room and said, you know what? White people are going to save the fucking day. The North is going to rise. <laughs> That's exactly what the, the North is going to rise. We're going to take the South down. The North is going to rise. I'm going to get Colonel Sanders and whatever. Every, every, I'm going to get everybody. Like somebody literally, I'm, I'm, sh- I'm just, I just hope it wasn't some black person from the suburbs that wrote that. That would break my heart. I'm not going to lie to you, but like I said, I'm not, gonna, I'm, not, I'm, I'm, I'm not trying to be too much about it. I'm not trying to get too crazy. Uh, I'm not telling everybody to boycott Pepsi. I don't drink soda myself like any soda so i will tell you boycott soda in general but i don't trust anything that looks like this sounds any drink that looks black pepsi pepsi i don't i understand it's dark brown you put a bottle of pepsi on the table that it's black it's black why would you drink anything black i'm just i boycott what you want to boycott i'm just saying like boycott kendall jenner why don't why don't why don't we hack their pages and and get them uh in ally matt hardy i'm i'm uh deleted (laughs) How do we get them deleted? We don't, we don't, we don't need any more Kardashians and Jenners. Like we already had enough of them. So why don't we just, who the hell, why would you hire her for a commercial anyway? What does she do? Is she an Instagram model too? I don't really follow white women like that. I don't know too much. I don't know. I'm lost. Anyway, all I'm saying is I hope, I hope that whoever, <laughs> whoever, uh, did that gets fired. Either that or written up and suspended without pay for a little while, something. You spank them like anything. I'll take anything. So, but yeah, ending that. Uh, so this week there's a lot. Well, I'm not gonna say this week because right now it's Thursday. So when this episode's out, it would have already been the weekend. Uh, tomorrow is a big deal. Tomorrow's a big time deal. Tomorrow the get down starts over again. Part two of the get down comes out and Kendrick Lamar's new album comes out. I don't know about anybody else. I have no clue about anybody else, but I'm gonna tell you right now, as soon as the get down was over, I was, I was up at seven o'clock in the morning watching the whole thing. As soon as it was over, I probably, I probably cried a little bit because I'm like, damn, I got nothing else to watch now. But then I watched hip hop evolution like two days later. <laughs> so I can't wait for the get down to come, come back. I can't wait to see, like, if, for everybody who saw the, I don't know if anybody, everybody saw the trailer, but there's another trailer out. It's a third trailer out today. Uh, it shows Mylene looking all, uh, loose. I want to say that word, loose. I don't want to say hoish because she wasn't having sex. So I can't say hoish. So I'm gonna say loose. Uh it looks good. They look like they're successful now. Uh uh, what's this dude's name again? Um Shaolin has a goatee. You know you got money when you grow facial hair. That that's how you can tell somebody getting money. When facial hair is grown, that's how you know you're in the middle of your glow up. That's how you know shit is real. Once you get and it's always it always starts with a goatee, because go goatee means sophistication. <laughs> goatee means you got a little bit of money that you can you can you can still fold it. But you can't fit a clip over it. That's how you know you got. It is. It is. It's like, I'm going to go full court. I don't know yet. Maybe I just want to play a game of 21. I can't tell. Uh, but I'm excited about that. And then, you know, of course, you got the God MC. No, not Rakim. 
You got the guy MC uh, right now, Kendrick Lamar, about to drop on Saturday, on Friday. I'm excited to see what his album, uh, what his album is going to be about because I'm, I'm not gonna lie, like, when he came out a few, what, two weeks ago or a week and a half ago, or something like that. He did Heart Four. The internet went crazy. My heart went crazy. I felt like I, I, I got, I got like whiplash or mesothelioma or. I, I I didn't know what to do when I heard it because uh, you know when that song came out everybody's talking about he's taking shots at Drake he's taking shots at Big Sean I don't know who he's talking about all I know is he's putting the whole game on on uh, on point and on, and on notice which is important which is extremely important right now there's a lot of bullshit going on but I'm I'm glad Kendrick is speaking his mind he's saying whatever he wants to say but then he kind of he lost my hope a little bit because he put out Humble Humble is the worst song I ever heard from him did you hear it yet Humble is the worst. It, that's the thing that got me. Humble is literally the worst, the worst mistake that Kendrick Lamar ever made. That's like, like people got on DMX the other day because he goes on Twitter and he starts asking for trap beats and everybody roasted the hell out of him because he's like, he hates trap music and all that good shit, but now he wants trap beats. They roasted his life away. But Kendrick drops this song and I get the whole premise of it. Don't get me wrong. You want to, you know, you're talking, you're talking about, you know, know your place, be humble. He's talking about natural women and all that good stuff, what he likes and all. Like it's, it's cool. It's the premise of the song is cool, but the song sounds like garbage. And everybody goes from bad and big shout out to, big shout out to my boy Jamel. Uh, he says everybody goes from bad and bougie to, was it him that said that? No, it was not him. It was Nico. Shout out to my guy, Nico. Nico said that. I'm sorry. Facebook confused me a little bit. Uh, Nico says one week y'all bad and bougie. Now y'all talking about be humble. So everybody, everybody's woke every other day now. Like you figure something out. Now you woke. That shit don't make no sense to me. I'm sorry, but whatever. So humble comes out and I'm really disappointed. And every shout out to my, my boy, Trill Nimbly. He had a, a lot of, he always had something to say about it. Always. So he, he says what he says. And I, do, I don't ever want to hear anybody's opinion. And then start to think that that it's gonna influence me if I do, especially if you make a good point. Like if you try to, if you justify something really well, like if you're smart, I might I might end up agreeing with you too fast without even hearing anything. So I had, I had to wait. I listened to it, and I'm like, yeah, you know what? He's right. This song's trash. This song's god awful. But I'm 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 not I'm not afraid for his album because Kendrick. Everybody everybody slips. Everybody falls and scrapes their knees eventually. Every everybody fucks up at least once. But I don't think he's gonna put out a flop album. Pretty sad. people said the same thing about uh To Pimp a Butterfly. I personally think it's a, it's an amazing album. A lot of people didn't like Unmixed Unmastered. I personally think it's a classic album. I stand by my words. In five years, five, six years, five to eight years, Rolling Stone will go back and they say they're gonna talk about why Unmixed Unmastered is one of the most pivotal albums in hip hop. They'll talk about it. Kendrick is the only person who uses a lot of live instrumentation on his album. Like, people can talk about J. Cole all they want. I'm sorry, J. Cole's not better than uh Kendrick. No way, shape, or form. So, I'm not too worried about his album. I'm just worried about that song, because people are hyping it up only because. And it did, this is this is this is kind of a good point to where somebody likes somebody so much that they won't let them take an L. Like we see it with Drake. As much of a Kanye fan as I am, we see it with him. He's so uh, these people are so amazing that we don't allow them to take losses. Kendrick took an L on that one. I'm sorry. Like and and in all honesty, like I understand it's your job, but whoever played on the radio is just stupid. Like that shit, that shit should be not in no any programming. That shouldn't be on anybody's list. That song is just completely garbage. Not the biggest fan of it. And I'm, I'm that's the only thing that probably has me worried. But other than that, I know Kendrick's gonna come with some shit. He's gonna come with some shit. So like, I'm not and and in all honesty, like I've never, I've never, I I don't turn on the radio. Like I don't, I haven't turned on the radio on my own since I was 17. It's a long time ago, very long time ago, and. 
the only time I hear it is when I'm when I'm in the car. So I definitely did hear it on the radio once, but nothing nothing about that song in any placement could like change my idea of it. It's it's it's, it's just horrible. It's horrible. And they need to take they need to take it off and just go do something better. Like in all honesty, I I I I believe in Kendrick. I think Kendrick is one of the biggest the, the best rappers out right now. Not even now, like he's been in my top ten for a long time. And I'm not I'm not sitting to say he's in my top ten of all time. I'm just saying he's He's my top 10 rapper. I think he can kill anybody I like. And we have a wide array of, of great people, of course, but nobody's touching Kendrick. Nobody's touching, touching Kendrick. People, you can bump, you can talk about J. Cole. Like Big Sean, Big Sean is a great guy too. But I'm sorry, nobody touches Kendrick. So I'm excited about that album. And hopefully, hopefully, something big comes out of that. Cause he didn't really do much with Unmixed and Master. He, I mean, he toured and all that good stuff, but it wasn't any, any like big visuals. It was, I just, I, I want to see more from Kendrick because I expect greatness from him. And I just want to think, I just wanted to keep going. I don't, I don't want him to fuck up. Cause there's, there's, there's been a lot of like right now in music itself, there's a lot of politics. Like we all know that. So last, was it last night or a few nights ago or something? A few, a few days ago or something like that. Joey Badass was, um, and I'm not the biggest Joey Badass fan <laughs> at all. Like he has talent, he has skill, he can rap his ass off. But, uh, Joey Badass was on Ebro in the morning and, uh, we, a lot of people hate Ebro. I, I can say I'm a 50 50 fan of him, but I, I completely understand why people don't like him. So. He goes on the, on, uh, Ebro in the morning and he says something that actually makes a hell of a lot of sense. He stops him from speaking and he starts talking about how we need the new Funk Flex. We need the new Ebro. We need the new Rosenberg. And the first thing Ebro says is you got to come take my spot from me. I get it. I get it. Like how I want to know how long I wonder. I'm going to have to Google that. How long has Ebro been working at Hot 87? Cause I remember him early 2000s on the, the morning show, um, uh, was it Miss Jones? I won't say it was Miss Jones. Not when, like when Envy left. I remember him getting into a fight with Jaheem. Do you, do you remember that? He called Jaheem a faggot. Oh, he called him gay or something like that. And then he's like, you think I'm gay? And then next thing you know, it's like the rumbling of the microphone or something like that. So Joey, Joey's saying that kind of, I don't know if it's struck a nerve for anybody else, but it, it made a whole lot of sense to me. Like right now, specifically in New York, cause like we're, we're, I mean, let's be honest. Musically, we we might have eclectic taste and we might be we might be great with 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 finding everybody outside of new york new york is dead son new york is dead we're not gonna we're not gonna bounce back i get it we're in a whole nother how can i put it like we're we're kind of we're kind of we're kind of on, on, on a whole different note when it comes to music because you got you got we, i mean we still have new york guys like you got french you got rocky you got manolo rose you got if you like them you got a boogie you you have we have all these people but now i i we're not breaking anybody. Uh, and that's simply because we're not, we're not, we're not giving anybody a chance. You look at like LA leakers. They, they're big. They're just as big as a big boy. Uh, you have, I don't know all of the, the radio hosts and stuff like that in LA, but I know Atlanta does it. I know Florida does it. I know Texas does it. They give everybody a chance. New York doesn't give anybody a chance. We have this thing where. Uh, and specifically New Yorkers too. We have this thing where we romanticize as opposed to appreciating. We, that's why we're kind of, we're kind of stuck with what a New York sound should sound like or what a New York rapper should sound like or what a New York rapper should talk about. We kind of romanticize those days of the Jay-Z's and, and the Biggie's and, and I mean, even though, you know, Nas is still around and all that stuff, but it's not the same as Illmatic. We romanticize all of these things and that's, that's an easy way to get lost in stuff. 
I always tell people you shouldn't romanticize anything. You should appreciate it. Don't romanticize it because then it's going and you're gonna end up like Uncle Rico. Anybody who saw Napoleon Dynamite, you know Uncle Rico was stuck in the was the seventies, sixties, seventies, whatever it was. He was stuck in the time capsule. In all honesty, that's what New York is right now. Like I get the kind of the, the the fashion moves forward. Uh, the, the 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 products are gonna move forward. Everything's gonna move forward except for our thought on the way music is supposed to sound. We need new programmers. We need new new DJs. Like right now, you look at like I can go to any club, any club. And I can sit there and, and tell you what somebody's going to play. Everybody has the same sets. Everybody plays the same music. Everybody plays the same thing. All DJs do the same shit. When are we going to get, when are we going to get somebody to go against the grain? Like if it wasn't for guys like, thank you, sir. Uh, I'm sorry guys. Everybody's watching on Facebook live. Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to cut the stream now. So if you want to hit the rest of it, well, when you want to hit the episode, it should be out Saturday. Call me on silver.com. Thank you for watching. I appreciate you guys. Remember, follow me on Instagram, J-O-S-I-E-S-B-O-Y, all one word, and follow Call Me When It's Over, at underscore Call Me When It's Over. I'll, I'll do, I might do a Instagram stream right now, uh, cause I got something to talk about. So just make sure you guys follow the page. Keep sharing the video. Thank you very much. I appreciate y'all. And I'm going. So. <clears throat> We just, we, I mean, I, th- that's the only problem I got with New York. It's like, we kind of, we, we stay, we forever stay stuck in the past. And thank you. And that shit kind of, that shit kind of kills me. I don't want, I, I want, I want to like this stuff that comes out. I don't like everything that comes out, but that's because <clears throat> we steady feed people this idea of what something's supposed to be. And that's not how that, that, that's just not how it goes. You got all these, like, this is why dudes like uh king even though people don't like him dudes like king and 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 sauce was a sauce walker uh you got uh that's why everybody in atlanta just keeps coming out there's so many people that just keeps popping in atlanta you got all these groups like all right migos came out and i'm not of nowhere i'm sure they worked hard but you got migos then little yachty then uh, uh you, you and you end up with with all these like qc quality control them dudes is like really pumping shit out because they believe in the youth you know what I'm saying? And we all know that you 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 need that next up. You need that next thing. And New York is dead with that shit, bro. I'm not even gonna lie to you. Like I'm 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 kind of that's kind of why I'm ready to go too. New York is stagnant. I, I'm I'm not inspired by anything out here. Like shit is whack. You have the comment. Like uh, a friend of mine, um Al, shout out to Al. She actually put something up uh, on Facebook. She's like, no matter what party I go to, no matter where I go to in New York, we always end up talking about real estate. That's the only conversation you have with anybody now. It's you talking about how bad rent is or you talking about why Jay-Z is the greatest rapper. <laughs> like there's nothing else to talk about. There's nothing. There's, there's nothing fun. So if you can't like, all right, I always made a point about, about music. Like a lot of people in, in New York, like we like trap music and all this shit. I always say I can't listen to 24 seven. It has its place and its purpose. It's supposed to be in the clubs. There has to be a duality in all honesty. Like you can't keep pumping future all day. Like that's all the radio do is just future. Drake, Ross ain't even on the radio no more. So you got Future, Drake, Yachty, Lil Uzi Vert is fucking huge right now. He's big right now. There's no balance. Like I completely understand. I, I always say I'm not trying to hear uh the world is yours in the club. I don't want to hear that. But I also don't want to hear Future, excuse me, 24-7 in my ears. Like that th- th- that shit has no substance. That shit is whack. I would I I would like to know who who nobody's still t- taking me up on that offer. If somebody could tell me you listen to a future album front to back every single day and enjoy it, and you know every single word, my hat's off to you. In all honesty, I think I I, I personally think he's ran his course. And right now, I know he's busting his ass. He's busting his asshole because he owes all that money to um 
to this dude. Uh, what the hell is his name? Rocco. I do Rocco. Uh, Monica was Monica baby father. He, uh, he, dude, did you did you see that the uh, the agreement they have? He owes Rocco money for for, for finding him as an artist. He found him. He found him as an artist. So right now, Future has to pay him fifty percent of his touring wages and fifty percent of his album sales for the next two years. Then he has to his record label. He has to pay his record label fifty percent of whatever he makes outside of music for two years. So, so that's why Future put out two albums in a week and a half. Like he can say, "Oh, he want he want to do for the culture." You try to get them off your ass. Let's be honest. And he's still taking videos, showing that he's like he did a video with DJ Khaled the other day. Uh, he's holding like a million dollars in cash. That ain't your money, dog. <laughs> that's not your money. Like you, 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 you literally like you're out here with with college loans to your name to your record label, dog. Like you are that to to have another man that like. I always say the only boss I ever want is IRS. That's the only boss I ever want. I don't want to hear anything, any fucking thing about, oh, I owe you, especially outside money. You know how much stuff Future does outside? Like, that means we're talking production, writing, uh, whatever, clothing, clothing, modeling, like everything you do, you have to give somebody money for the next two years. That's depressing as fuck. That is depressing. I gotta, I, I make 10,000. You don't how, like I don't understand how he stays motivated enough to put out two albums in a week and a half because you owe somebody money like that. It's like bookies are looking to uh to break your thumbs because you owe them money. I'm sorry, man. I can't do that shit. I can't do that shit. Like I, that's scary. That is so scary, dog. That like just imagine you become the hottest thing ever and you making all this bread and it's like wait 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 wait. Now Rocco says that um they were supposed to set out a, set out a court already. He came to Future a few years ago and Future kept, Future just kept like delaying it, delaying it. He didn't want to take it to court. He said that stuff. He said, yo, I tried to handle it like a man. Like you could have just gave me my money. Clearly he wanted to take it to court. Future didn't think he was going to lose. I've, I'm not going to say I feel bad for him. That's why you always got to be up and up on your business. You always got, you, you always got to be up and up on your business, man. That shit ain't no joke. That shit ain't no joke, man. Like I, I don't feel bad for him at all. It is what it is. You know what I'm saying? So, <clears throat> uh, so yeah, big shout to, uh, Joey badass for saying that because we definitely do need some kind of rejuvenation in, in, in the game. Like I've been listening to Funk Flex since I want to say like 96, 97. I've been listening to him like on my own, like 96, 97. And I think he hit his peak in 99. Like, let's be honest. That's what all the stuff was in 99. Yeah. I, I will forever say that he's a whole, JG's a whole Hogan rat. He's a whole Hogan 97. I will forever say that shit. And. He tried with the car thing. He tried. He tried. Anything. Anything like you, like you, you really, you, he is really at Hot 97 beefing with people. It, it could have been. Yeah. If actually funkflux.com was supposed to be that. Yeah. But he don't want to see, but, and that's the thing that Joey Badass is talking about. You don't want to work with young people. You want to like, how many times you going to get Jay-Z to feature on the record? Now I understand that they're like Pusha. Pusha is what forty now for forty one, forty two, something like that. Like that's one of his. Well, you're probably like thirty nine now, forty. But like Jay Z is one of his idols. That makes sense that you want to do a record with him. You don't see Lil Yachty like yeah, I want to work with uh Jay Z. No, they want to work with Migos. They want to work with Rocky. Like you trying to work with the with the youth. Like why do you keep getting all like? Now and, and now he's trying to do his freestyle sessions over, which let's be honest, nothing Flex can do now freestyle wise will ever be as good as anything he did in the early two thousands. Nothing, 
nothing he does. Like the state property freestyles, huh? Thirty nine. Okay, the state property freestyles, the 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 the, the um D block freestyles. Uh, everybody and their mother came up there. You used to wait on a Friday night, Saturday night when you when when that when, you never knew who was coming. Especially when Jay Z came up and State Property came up, they locked it down for like two hours. Two or like that's that's the the game right there. Flex is trying. He's only like he's trying to he's trying to do his only New York thing. Like he's had battle rappers up there. Then he had the like unsigned dudes up there. He had puns, big pun son up there. He could spit his life away. He ugly as fuck though. Yeah, I don't. His gap is bigger. I'm afraid of his face. Yeah, he, uh, according to his raps, he has. Anybody that could rap for about a half hour and not take a breath, I, I don't want to talk to you. I feel like you can do some harm to my life. Yeah, no, no, no. He, he, he got, and Flex is getting some people, but it's like, yo, how many, how long do it? Like, all right, let's be honest. Cause Hanes have used to be, it was based out of Jersey. And this was like 95, around that time, about 95. And Flex was, how long is your tagline going to be? Be clear. How long are you gonna do that? How long are you gonna drop bombs? Give somebody else a chance. That's why people like DJ Self. You can't even get mad. Like DJ Self is doing this thing. That's why he's on TV. Flex think he's he's kind of better than everybody. Like just because you got seniority don't mean you over anybody. Look at Jay Z. Jay Z's constantly re- reinventing himself. The only thing Flex ever did was get um just for men. That's it. That's the only thing Flex did was get just for men and grew a beard and colored it. Cause you can't tell me his old ass ain't got no gray hair. Bruh, he used a Sharpie. He, he, he used the same spray paint that Hollywood Hogan did. He, yeah, yeah, yeah. The cards of Flex Seal. Flex, well, I, I think he owned part of that. Funk Flex owns Flex Seal. That would make sense. So, but, um, I mean, you know, it's, it, Hot uh, Seven is, 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 is past his due. Like you got 105, uh, doing a revolt TV deal. They nationally syndicated with that, with their visuals. High 97 is only, they just hit a million subscribers on YouTube. Just did. And we talking about the one, the re- one radio station for over what, almost 30 years, about 20, 20 something years that been straight hip hop and RB, of course. Who? Flex? That old last, you know what? I'm sorry. Flex, I'm sorry. Let me get on your show, please. Like. <laughs> So, but I mean, yeah, I understand he he broke some things, but like, your time is done, bro. Like, just 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 go build some cars. You know what I'm saying, go build some cars. So, uh, actually, you know, keeping it on the hip hop tip, uh, I I the the what I posted a few days ago on um, cause I haven't done I haven't done a a one's got to go yet. I promised I was gonna do one every month, so I might as well do something now. Um, the one that I posted on uh the Call Me One Silver page at underscore Call Me One Silver. About the four record labels. One's gotta go. Bad Boy, Rockefeller, Cash Money, Death Row. That, it, it wasn't a hard choice for me, personally. It was not a hard choice for me. Uh, it, it, it does suck, but I, I personally, personally, I picked Cash Money. I, the, the only reason I would get rid of Cash Money is because I, I wouldn't get rid of anything that Rockefeller has done. And that's saying a lot, cause they had Chris John, they had Emil, they had, um, Tierra Marie. <laughs> they had uh, a true life like they had some mistakes they had a lot of mistakes huh they had some good hiccups like they had some good... they was rock a lot familiar for a little bit people forgot about aztec a lot of people don't yeah people don't remember that name a lot of people forget about aztec but the only the only reason i would now and i was a cash money fan don't get me wrong i've been a cash money fan since 98 
If I got if 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 I got rid of cash money, it would be a small sacrifice only because it would be getting rid of the Hot Boys album, the block is hot, and back that ass up. Outside of all those things, I can get rid of cash money. I don't need I don't need bling bling bling. Like that's cool. That can go away. Bling bling can go away. I don't need none of that shit. I mean, I feel like Manny Fresh would have been good anywhere. Manny Fresh is like one of the best producers I've ever heard in my life. My man is the only, he's the only person I knew that did four albums, 16, 18 tracks, all produced by him. That's pretty lit. To be one in-house producer for a record label, that's pretty lit right there. I, 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 I'm not the biggest, we all know I'm not, right. I'm not the biggest fan of Lil Wayne anymore. I liked Lil Wayne in 99. I was, I was a bit, Wayne was probably my second favorite person from Cash Money back in the day. It was Juvenile and then him. And Juvenile could rap, but I don't like Juvenile because he had a weird ass voice. And he used to always, he used to talk some shit too. But Lil Wayne, like, I've, I've never, after a while, like, matter of fact, after he started talking that whole, uh, greatest rapper alive since the greatest rapper retired type thing, that's when he lost me. The Carter, the Carter 2, the Carter 2 was a really good album. That, after that, like, the Carter 3 had great production. But once Lil Wayne started going on that run where it was like, I had 75 songs out in one year, I respected the work ethic, but I just, I just couldn't get with him. Like people started hyping him up, like he's like, Oh my God, he's the best rapper ever. He's the best. I'm like, yeah, no, he's really not. He's really not, but it is what it is. That's personal preference. However you, you want it, you can take it. It is what it is, but I would have to get rid of cash money. Now, why can I not get rid of death row? Biggest reason. If it wasn't for death row and Suge Knight, vanilla ice would have had a long career. That's the last thing we need. Suge Knight needed to hang him over that balcony, allegedly. Allegedly. Which, you heard that he supposedly he knows the killer to... He said that. But then he said he sent another statement saying he didn't say that. And uh, that cop. That cop that was on every documentary. Which, I can't wait till All Eyes on Me comes out in June. I'm excited to see that shit. I'm gonna see it first week. Not the first day, because I'll be stupid. I'm not gonna get in there. Um, somebody gonna be shirtless with some tattoos in there, too. Like, I already know it. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure, I'm sure. I, I, I don't want to see that. Yeah, they, they think they're Tupac every single day. Like, like, it's not, did you tell me one of your boys did that? Like, the haircut? <laughs> the, the moral of the story is don't try to be Tupac. Just let it go and be yourself. Uh, the whole, like, I, I love cash money, but I could do without cash money. Bad, like, to me, all right, you know what? Automatic, automatic for me. Bad boy, bad boy and Rockefeller have to stay on there. I don't think anybody like to me, cash money didn't rival them. Any of them. They didn't do anything that, that like to me, Rockefeller owned summers. Like most of it was Jay Z. Yeah, we know Jay Z ran, ran Rockefeller for like eight summers straight. You know what I'm saying? You had the Rock La Familia album, the dynasty album. That album was amazing. Like so many, so many things came out of Rockefeller records. It's just sad that, uh, Rel wasn't one of them. He could have been better. If anybody doesn't know who Rel is, think, go, go back to YouTube and go to Young Guns No Better Love. That guy that's singing hopelessly in that video, that's Rel. That was supposed to be their baby face. That was supposed to be, which, speaking of, off topic just a little bit, uh, I watched, uh, the, the episode of Unsung with John B. Amazing. Amazing. Oh, amazing. It was great. I watched it the other day. It was amazing. It's on YouTube. It's on YouTube. It was great. Um, still one of the most underrated voices I know. Still for a white boy. 
I thought he said he white. He said he, say he white. I said he was. I thought he was Puerto Rican when I was little. He said he white. He, he's like he, even he claim it. He claimed that shit. Pretty much. And then before that was Tony Terry because he ain't black. I don't care what Tony Terry ain't black. Uh, it, he's not black. I don't give a fuck with that way, Tony. Ain't, he ain't black. Uh, look at his look at his mustache. He ain't black. Uh, you yeah you have like to me Rockefeller. Rockefeller was the end all be all. Like, I didn't, I mean, you either wanted to be part of Rockefeller or Bad Boy. Nobody was jumping up for joys. I want a Death Row chain. Like, no. Suge Knight came and recruited you to be in Death Row. You didn't have a choice. Right. He said, you gonna wear the chain or we gonna fuck you up. Like, that's the story. Bad Boy, you couldn't tell me there was not one person that didn't want to be part of Bad Boy. I wanted to be on Bad Boy and I'm not even a rapper. I wanted to be on fucking Bad Boy. Like, everything they did was just, it was opulence, man. I wanted to be in the More Money, More Problems video. Only because I wanted all the Air Forces. I could go without hearing that song now because it's a little overplayed. But I wanted to be in that video. I wanted a shiny suit for a little bit. Not the whole jumpsuit, though, like the two-piece. I wanted the jacket and the pants. I really just wanted the red and white Air Force ones, though. Like the joints that say NYC. It's this guy named PG Nose. Thank you, sir. There's this guy named PG Nose that collects those. So, and, and he has like all the old, the, the jewels and, and, and the joints with the air bubble on the strap on the mids. Like, oh, he has everything. Just brings me back to my childhoods and I love it. When Air Forces were $40. I don't think people remember that Air Forces were $35, $40. My first pair of Air Force white on white lows were $35. No tax. And I bought it from Pegasus on 109th and 3rd, 3rd Avenue, Spanish Hall. That was my first pair of Air Force ones. And it was $35. And I loved them and I wore them since they were gray. <laughs> and one say I had a hole in the side. Like in the toe box, I had like the stitching was coming off. I wore them shits to the goddamn ground, boy. I ain't put no shoe polish on them because you can tell if you if you shoe polish your white sneakers. <laughs> it looks so bad. Um Oh God. It was it looks so bad if you I know too many people that did that shit. You're like, we can tell. Uh but yeah, like we can tell. Like when nobody's stupid, we can tell. You have no, you 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 got like all right. Which, uh, Death Row is one of the most pivotal record labels on the West Coast. You needed that. Rockefeller Records, next to like the Juice Crew and, and all that stuff, like, and Wu-Tang, that was the biggest New York thing we had, was Rockefeller. Then Bad Boy was like pretty much after that. Even, you know, I don't, all right, you know what? I'm, I'm going to say the biggest artist wise, the biggest hiccup Diddy had was probably Mark Curry. Huh? Harlem World wasn't him. Harlem World was Mace. Yeah, Harlem World was all, that was his mistake. <laughs> that was Mace's mistake. Mace did that on his own. Like, I'm gonna get Blinky Blink on the record. Like, just cause he's your brother don't mean he can rhyme. Like, and that video was kinda, kinda, and, oh, and he had Mino too. I remember Mino from, um, Vacant Lot Records. Oh, man. Vacant Lot Records. Dame Grease, Mino, Hot One. <laughs> Oh my God. Me and I was, um, that nigga. Like, yo. I had that Vacant Lot album. Vacant Lot Presents. I had that album on Bootleg. <laughs> that was a great album. The hot ones, I, I was a bit, my homegirl used to go out with um, the one of the hot with the short one because she was short too. So, yeah, like if it, Bad Boy, the, I, f- I feel like Mark Curry, nah, wait, 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 wait. Because he had Kane. Did he have Kane? Diddy had Kane. If y'all don't, if, all right, if, if y'all do not remember who Kane is, <laughs> not the wrestler, the rapper. They both white though. If you do not remember Kane, I want y'all to go to YouTube. And I want, huh? I fuck with Loon. Heavy. Heavy, heavy. I love Loon. Loon, Loon was, 
Loon was was tight. Was on Bad Boy? I don't remember that. Yes, because he was part of um Oh Boys in the Hood. After Jeezy left. I don't remember that. Right! The Day 26 kid! He, he yeah, because they came out together. I should have tried off a day 26. Damn, I'm so why did nobody push me, man? That's oh. Did you hear that Kanye um is gonna they offered him to be a judge uh, for um was it I think America's Got Talent? Yeah, I think it was America. They said they offered, they made him an offer he can't refuse. He hasn't spoken about it yet. I can see that. He's going to turn everybody down. <laughs> but I'm sorry, fam. You just don't have it. Like, it's not it. You don't have it. Like, I know Sai had a prince. I got Pusha T. You don't got the fact that, like, you can never be on good music. Um, like, Bad, Bad Boy had some things. Our, Bad Boy South was a great idea because you had A Bull and MJG, which that was a nice little run for Diddy. Um, did he have? No, he didn't have Young Jock. Who was Young Jock signed to? Did Young Jock have a record deal? <laughs> or was he just around? I don't know. I, I don't know. Bad Boy, Bad Boy has some joints. Like, I, and you know what? The, uh, one of the, all right, one of the biggest mistakes Bad Boy did was give Faith permission. Did that? Yeah, I, see, I know I wasn't bugging. He was Bad Boy South. Yeah. Nope. Cause tonight was a great song. <laughs> Tonight was a great tonight. I, I love that song. No, the band was terrible. It was terrible. The show was great. Diddy was a genius for doing making the band. It ran for like ten years straight. That was a genius move. Jay Z would have never did no shit like that. Diddy was a genius. He had Danny DeCane, which I love. Danny DeCane. Uh, you had Day Twenty Six. Of course, one of the greatest R and B groups of the nineties. One Twelve. You own that. Like just you look at it. Just the core of Bad Boy. One Twelve. Biggie. Mace, Craig Mack, uh, Black Rob, G Depp, who's one of the most underrated rappers I've ever heard in my life. Um, then it starts getting weird. You got Mark Curry, you got Kane, you got Loon was all right. It was cool. Then he start, he start bringing Mario Winans to the forefront. Dream, Dream, one of the greatest girl groups ever, ever. They should have been bigger than what they, but they all decided to quit though because they missed their homes. It's like, forget your home. Did it just made you a millionaire, bro? Or you were a thousandaire at that time. Like, but they could have went down in history. They could have been the female, um, I can't say Backstreet Boys because they weren't black enough. Yeah, Backstreet Boys weren't black enough. AJ was. He was alcoholic. He loved Hennessy and, and big asses. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, it was, it was, it was all, yeah, it was all about Hennessy. That's a fact though. That's a fact though, which you, y'all gotta watch that interview with, uh, Troy Ave. On um the Breakfast Club, he's talking too much. He's speaking way too much, way too much. That's all I'm gonna say. But um, so then you have the the uh, after he went to Bad Boy South, he you know he had Mark Curry, he had uh he signed no after day twenty six he didn't really sign too many people. No, he didn't. He just kept going on a tour. And we forget he had Total, he had Shine, he had Faith. Did he have an army? Bad Boy was an army. That's why they're. Huh? Yeah, when they were jiggy. When they were jiggy. See, but then that goes into another question. Can we, I did it for the money and that can you get with me? Now, can we throw Rough Riders in there though? That's a hard one. Like if we, t- if we, if you take out Death Row and put Rough Riders in there. So it's Bad Boy, Rough Riders, Rockefeller, and Cash Money. Cash Money gotta be automatic. Has to be. You, nothing Cash Money did. I'm not gonna say hip hop wise, but I'm gonna say like, 
it's hard for me to word it actually without saying hip hop wise. I'm sorry. Nothing Cash Money did was harder harder than anything Rough Riders did. Nothing. World War Three was better than half of Cash Money's catalog in, in the beginning. Wayne, when Wayne did when Wayne did 500 degrees, everything Rough Riders did was better than that. Everything. You who who was not bumping that 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 young one, uh, the Locks, Swiss, Eve, DMX, Dragon, uh. No, Cass was full surface. Cassidy was full surface. Um, uh, infrared. Um, there was a, the, the other dude. I can't remember his name because it was, they were a group. It was infrared and something else. Oh, damn. What was his name? I can't remember. I can't remember the other guy's name, but that's all I can remember right now. Jin. Jin and then Murder Mook was signed to Rough Riders for a little bit. Um, I forgot about Jin. I have no idea who the hell that is. That had to be that had to be the new Rough Riders. Yeah, they did have Fiend. He was on Jada Kid's uh, first album with them. Dragon, yeah, I said Dragon. Like Dragon is still one of the best spitters I've ever heard. He's been doing a lot of freestyles lately. He's been doing a lot of videos. So Dragon, like you know, spit these balls, make your head shake. Like he's still dope to me. He's still dope. So I, I this solidifies to me that Cash Money needs to be gone. <laughs> as much as it sucks, because if you get rid of Cash Money, you get rid of back that ass up, and if you get rid of back that ass up. All we're gonna have left is Doodle Brown. And they don't play that as often. Yeah, young that oh he never put out an album. He never put out album. Music. Did he? He did. You, you are correct. You are correct. Yes, I completely forgot about that album. Cassidy was full surface though. So he probably started under Rough Rider and then Swiss took him. So Swiss to to me, Swiss had his best production for Rough Riders. Well, you know what? So that means it, it must have been a subsidiary, subsidiary through Rough Riders with Full Surface. So he was probably managed by Full Surface, and then because that's the way. Because um, Def Jam does that with good music with Big Sean. So that's probably that's probably what it was. Cass still one of my favorite rappers ever. So the big the 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 biggest fight would be between them three. So in all honesty, it sucks no matter what combination no, no matter what combination I put. Cash money has to be gone. Cash money is not up again. Excuse me. Cash money can't touch. In my eyes, personally, cash money cannot touch anything that, 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 that Rockefeller did. Cash money can't touch anything that Death Row did. Cash money damn sure can't touch Bad Boy. Like, I get it. A lot of people are going to argue with me because they think Wayne is like the greatest of all time or one of the greatest of all times. I, I completely disagree with that. His work ethic is unparalleled. I will give you that one. But Wayne is not the best rapper. I, he can't even be close to one of the best rappers I've ever heard of. Wayne is nice, but he's not like, I'm sorry. I, but I felt, I felt this way even, even after the, 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 the third card, like when the third card came out, people were bigging him up like he was Jesus. And I still don't see it. He said a lot of weird shit. Like that song, I feel like dying. Did that not weird anybody out? Like the song itself. Why do you feel like dying? <laughs> like, what is so bad about life that you feel like dying? Like that, that's crazy to me, but that's a, that's a personal thing. So don't pay no mind to that. But the lineage that, and may, maybe this is, maybe this is me being, uh, biased to New York, but the lineage that, 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 um, Rockefeller has and the lineage that 
Bad Boy has. Like, Diddy, look how long Bad Boy has been around. And they have soundtracks to, to, to people's lives up here. Like, I get it, you know, like, Cash Money is all, is, is forever going to be the South. Therefore, the, Cash Money will forever, uh, resonate with everybody from Atlanta, New Orleans, even in, even in the Midwest. Like, even in, that's what they're going to resonate with. But like I said, I was a Cash Money fan in like 98, 99, early 2000s, like, you know, juvenile with G code and you understand, like, oh, like I was a big time. You couldn't tell me you wasn't a big timers fan. Damn, I didn't even think about that. If Cash Money goes, the big time is gone. Damn, get your roll on. Still fly. Damn. Nope, sorry, they gotta go. They gotta go. Cause get your hands up is way better than get your roll on. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna stick with that. I'm gonna stick with that. And if Rockefeller goes, the blueprint never happened. And if the blueprint never happened, Kanye, Kanye never got his jump off. Who? Def Jam, Def Jam didn't even look at. All right, let, let's put it like this. If we're talking, if, if you're saying anybody on, on Rockefeller would have been on Def Jam, Def, Def Jam, Def Jam wouldn't have taken a chance with, uh, with, with Beanie Siegel. He was too tough for them. Way too tough for them. They didn't want to do it because they already had, they already had DMX. They already had the issues with, with Jay-Z. <laughs> like, Def Jam would have never gave, Def Jam had Red and Meth. There were enough problems. They would have, he would have never, would have never gave Beanie Siegel. All right. You know what? Um, who, who else? Who else? Right. DJ Clue. Yeah. He could have got a deal with, with Def Jam. That's like, but that's a DJ. They don't even count. They, a mill wasn't that great to be getting a record deal in the first place. I'll give you that one. Amil was not even that great. Uh, who, who on state property would have been on, would have been on Def Jam alone besides Freeway? Besides Freeway. Well, actually, um, no, never, never, never. PD Crack had a deal with Def Jam. He had a, he had a, a deal with Def Jam. Owen Sparks was way too hood. Ovino, Oskino Vasquez got shot nine times with an Uzi and a dice game. He was 50 cent before 50 cent, <laughs> but 50 cent raps better. Um, you, that's pretty much it. Like, I don't, I don't know if anybody remembers this far back, but like the, the group Chris John, they went nowhere. If anybody remembers them, if anybody remembers them, no, they went nowhere and Dame fought for them. Like Rockefeller, if it wasn't for Rockefeller records, right? Like whatever. Like, you know what? I would get, I would even give you, I would even give you what you said about Rel. Like Rel probably would have had like a, 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 a low tier R&B career. He would have had a low T just because he would have been to, he'd have been a black Tony Sunshine. Rel would have been a black Tony Sunshine. That, that's exactly who Rel would have been a black Tony Sunshine. And I, I mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. what's all he, mm. that, that, that actually would have been, that, that, that's a good experiment. Like what song would he have been on? He probably would have been on something from Kingdom Come. It would have to be because he had a lot of singing on Kingdom Come. Probably, probably, yeah. It would have been like a heroin song or something like that. He probably would have sang the, 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 like, yo, you know what? He could have did the, 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 the fake chorus to Blue Magic. Right. Don't waste your time. It probably was. <laughs> you know what? Rel could have sang, um, the hook to love you better. <laughs> that could have been Rel. That could have been Rel. Rel could have been Danny Boy. Yeah. Cause Dan- Danny Boy did not. Oh God. His voice was annoying. And those glasses, he had the E forty glasses. Like, that's a good point. Like, Rel could have been Rel could have been Danny Boy. I, I give you that one. That's, that's a good one. But I, I understand your like your argument. Like, I Def Jam would have gave somebody a record deal, but there were too many too many components to Rockefeller that made it so great. Bad Boy, 
Anybody on Bad Boy could have got to do a rec- uh, Def Jam. Anybody. Ooh, that's a good one. All right, so you know what? Let's take out Cash Money. Let's. Put- <laughs> I'm gonna have to know. I gotta do this on Instagram Live after, 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 after we finish. I gotta do this on Instagram Live. Um, let's 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 take out Cash Money. So we're gonna do Rough Riders, Rockefeller, Bad Boy, and Murder Inc. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now that's a tough one. Wait, wait, wait. Rough Riders. Rough Rider. Bad Boy, Rockefeller, and Murder Inc. That's a good. And we're not talking like we're not talking. Um. This is before Ja Rule started singing. Let's put it like that. So I I can't say that. I just can't. I can't. I'm not denying that. I'm not denying that. I'm not denying that. Vinny Vinny Vici was a great album. Rule three three six was a great album. But you telling me that anything that Cadillac Todd did was was just as good as Rockefeller? Ashanti was not. T- still, I would say to this day, is not talented. No, she the way she looked made hits. That's why Ashanti's not talented at all. Her voice is annoying. She thick as hell, though. I I like looking at her, not her face, because she had a weird lip. That don't really bother me too much. It ain't like because I see some crazy ones. <laughs> I know a lot of I know I I knew a lot of women that had that. Like it wasn't too too crazy for me. Uh, it could have been worse. I know a lot of Guyanese girls that have like wicked joints, wicked joints, like mutton chops. <clears throat> Murder. Yeah, it, towards the end they had Charlie Baltimore. Yeah, she. Black tie, he was whack. Who? Yeah, they did. They did have Vanessa Carlton for a little bit. Irv Gotti signed her. Yeah, I remember that. He was making a big deal about that. Irv, Irv, Irv Gotti had her. Never heard of him. Never heard of no Woodstock. Hood, or Hoodstock. Yeah, Lloyd. Yeah, yeah, Lloyd was on. Um, yeah, he was on Murder Inc. Then they turned to the Ink. That's when they turned to the Ink. Cadillac tie. Pop City anthem was garbage. It was a two way sound. Like, whoa. really? I don't, oh wow, I didn't know that. That, that was a pitfall from the beginning. I love Vita. Nicole, Nicole Ray was on Murder Inc. That had to be way towards the end. Way, cause, cause Dame had her on Rockefeller. When she did If I Was Your Girlfriend? If I Was Your Girlfriend. That was in the beginning. That, that's 90s Nicole Ray. I'm talking about like the, the late, the mid 2000s. She, she tried to make a comeback. And she had a song called If I Was Your Girlfriend. And, um, Dame had her. Dame Dash had her. Uh, Murder Inc.? No, she worked with Ja Rule a lot, though. She worked with Ja Rule a lot. Uh, which, nothing Murder Inc., nothing that Ja Rule and Lil Mo did was better than Superman or anything else with Fabulous. Sorry. You know what? That would be a good, that, that would be a good, um, uh, topic too. Um, duos? Hip hop, hip hop R&B duos? I'm, 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 I'm about to. For longest sideburns? <laughs> For what? Once she break the Guinness? Really? Yeah. Had to be foolish, baby, and what else? It had to be a song with Ja. Yeah. Had to be a song with Ja. Yeah. Probably mesmerized. No, mesmerized was later. Hmm. Damn. Ja, like Ja had some hits. I don't know why. I understand why Fifty came at him because he had to. Who? Yes, they did. They did. Thug loving. Thug loving. Thug loving. If you do not know that song, you are not human. Thug loving. Thug mother. Thug loving. All we need is a stage, God. Like, bruh, you, no, nah, I'm sorry. Yeah, my brain got that. You know what? I, I think I want to, I think, no, I don't want to finish with that song because that, that song is not that great. That song is not, I, 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 I quickly, I quickly, quickly digress. 
Um, I'm got. What do I want to finish with? Uh, I think I want to finish with uh, Terrence Trent Darby. Yeah, yeah. Um, wishing love, wishing well. Yeah, wishing well, wishing well. Yeah, wishing well. That's my shit. Um, yeah, I'm already in some joints, but like, I can't, I can't mess with a record label where only, only two people carry y'all. Jay had too many components. Thank you. Jay had way too many components. Uh, you look at even in the beginning, the starting, maybe starting five of Rockefeller was Jay, Beanie, Memphis, Emil, DJ Clue. Wait, Jay, Beanie, Emil, Memphis, DJ. Yeah, that was their five. Cause I remember they did that, that photo shoot. I think it was for Double XL when they had the all red on. Was it Double XL? Yeah, they did that photo shoot. And this is when, what? This is, this is when Clue, this is when Clue was like the hottest thing in the streets. Was he? What happened to Mike Geronimo? Like, he bagging up groceries now? He's a professional dice player? They they should have, like, the way they have R&B divas, they should have a hip-hop show like that. It's where it used to be rappers. I'm going to have to, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to have to, like, write that. I can have, like, Source Money, Mike Geronimo, Chino XL, Ali Vegas. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh my God. And, um... Special A. Special A is the only one that got money out of all of that. <laughs> You're like, listen, I got it made. I don't need to be here. I get paid every time I say it. I got it made. I got it made. Where is Ali Vegas? I used to like him, though. She Ali. Oh, Jew. No, no, no. No, no, no. He got out a few years ago. I want to say probably about three years ago, two, two, three years ago, something like that. Uh, it was a big thing. It was a big thing. They had a celebration. He had like a, he had a block party and, and bologna sandwiches. It was a big thing. It was a big, big, big deal, big deal. Why did I look at that and thought it was a Target sign in the middle of the floor? Like, I feel like I should punch myself right now. Um, no, Murder Inc. had some joints. Don't get me wrong, but like they also had too many mistakes. Murder Inc. had joints. They had joints. But if if I'm going to talk about like hits, Bad Boy got way more hits. Bad Boy got more money than you can count. <laughs> you Bad Boy is automatic. I feel the same way about Rockefeller, though. Rockefeller's like, get your hands up. Get your hands up, and then in the same token, I'm I'm gonna get rid of Murder Inc. because they're not better than Rough Riders. They're just not, but they're not. Like it's, or you know, I will give you this one. This is the first time where arguably Rockefeller could get knocked off. I will give you that one. This is the first argument where Rockefeller possibly could get knocked off. Would I take them off? I don't know, but it's 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 a big possibility that they can get knocked off. But all I know is at the top of that list is Bad Boy. <laughs> Bad Boy's going nowhere. After a while, yeah. Vinny Vinny Vici was a really good album. It was a really good album. But Holla Holla only took you so far. And... No, no, it was everywhere. It was in commercials. It was all that shit. Yes. It was like three, four remixes of that song. Then you had... um Even the Murder, Inc. compilation album was good. Cause they had a, 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 that lead single where they were like boxing or something like that for the video. I can't remember the song, but the song was crazy. I still hate Cadillac Todd. I think he ugly as hell. Like I, I just want to punch him when I see him. Not really. Cause like he's bigger than me. So I'm just going to like, I'm sure he shot some people before. So we cool, bro. We cool. We like, we, we good. I had a thing for Vita though. Like I, I think it was just cause I had attitude. I, 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 I really, I, I really feel like anybody that. Anybody I feel like that 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 can smack me and like get away with it, 
or punch me, get away with it. Like, I like you. Belly didn't do no different for me either. Like, I looked at her like, you know what? That's when I realized how small she was. Like, and not just like height. I'm talking like body weight. Like, she's tiny. But her attitude, her attitude was so sexy though. I feel like, I feel like she, you know, but is she, she, now that, that, now that I'm older, I understand she's probably one of those women like, you ain't shit. You ain't shit. And your dick little. Like, she's one of those girls. One of those argumentative, argumentative, argumentative girls. Yeah, that's how you say it. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. I'm so, I have a speech impediment. I can't. I was. I told. I told. I told my brother the other day. I said, "Yo, I'm probably gonna be one of the first people successful with a with a lisp. Like people with lisps are not successful." Jack Swagger. Right. Exactly. Um, not many. Yes. It's like it's, it's 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 like a white African in in America. Where are they? Like you, you got a better chance of finding a a eighteen oh one penny. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's it just, I'm going to be one of the only ones. Like, you, people don't respect people with speech impediments. Niggas don't respect people like, yo, you spit everywhere, son. Say, say, say sorry again. Say it. Say it. It's like, shut up. I'll smack you. Um, yeah, that'll probably be the only time that, 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 that Rockefeller get knocked off. I wouldn't knock it off per se, but I'm saying it could happen. So I can see the argument. Yeah. I compl- I'm not going to be a, a, asshole about it like i can i can really see it now now but this kind of just goes to show you how impactful hip-hop was the 90s going into the 2000s like we hip-hop had it on smash like granted yeah when J, when jay-z got on um z100 oh you know it was real you knew you knew like right like diddy was supposed to if any hip-hop gets played on ktu the world will blow up i love ktu but they play Do You Believe in Love way too much. <laughs> every time I turn, and, and I don't turn over. Every time I will go into somebody's house and I heard KTU, of course, I'm so, like my, my, my sister's ex-husband, like he's Italian. So that's all he listens to was KTU. So every every time I would go to his house, as soon as I open the door, do you believe in love? Every time I open the door, it's like just on on time. Like, yeah, cool. That was a good song when it came out. But like, is Cher's still alive, right? She's like 130. She's a witch. She's a fucking gypsy. She's a gypsy. She's annoying. She, I, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But yeah, once Jay-Z got on Z100, I knew life was real. It's like, yeah, we got this now. Now, if only they would play Get At Me Dog. If only they would have did that. You know? Bad Boy, ba- Bad Boy holds a special place in New York. It does. It's like, Diddy Way. Diddy Way, something like Diddy Boulevard. He could be Bad Boy Boulevard, Triple B's. He like Triple B's, baby. Bad Boy Boulevard. Take that, take that, take that left, and get to Bad Boy Boulevard. <laughs> 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 Thank you guys, and that's my time. Man. I'm here all night. Yeah. No, I um, no, Bad Bad Boy, oh, Bad Boy, Bad Boy. Um, de- yeah, they they definitely had the, they did their thing, and I'm I'm a big Bad Boy fan. So to me, Bad Boy stays at the top of that list. Um, even though Diddy let Mace make that mistake. I make the Harlem World album. That was a big mistake. Uh, speaking of Dame Grease, where is the, where, where is he? Like, cause he did a lot of stuff for DMX. He did, he did a good amount of, for, for DMX first two albums. Dame Grease did a lot of stuff, but then he did the Vegan Light album. And I hear from him since. He backslid and then like took his money and left. Did that, the album sold like 10 copies. I had one, you had one. Me too. That counted. 
They sold out the trunk. They definitely sold out the trunk. I I was a big fan. I was a, I was a big vegan lot fan. I was a vegan lot fan. Uh, you had like I said, you had the hot ones. Mino was in, and Jay Z was actually talking about uh Mino in my right. Yeah, because he's like you, you, uh, f- uh shooting your stupid, your stupid ass, your stupid fat ass out the cannon, something like that. Because Mino in the Harlem World video got shot out of a cannon. He had beef with Mino for a little while. People forgot about that. Like, I, I ain't gonna forget about stuff like that. Uh, cause that's how serious Bad Boy and Rockefeller was in my life. <laughs> but, uh, that, that would have been, a, honestly, that would have been a waste of time of a, a battle. Like, so you had on, on, on Vacant Lot, you had Mino came back out of nowhere. You go from dance with, uh, baby stays. Uh, but remember that? Uh, baby stays. Uh, baby stays. Uh, you go from doing that. To, he did this song called I'm That Nigga. And he has a, the S-Class drop with the Coogee top. Like, who has a Coogee drop top car? Was that, like, who authorized that? Who, who in they right mind? Like, people would cut pieces of your, of your car roof off and make a shirt. Who does that? That has to be like one of the most, no, I can't say the most niggerish thing. Master P with the gold ceilings and toilets was the most niggerish thing I've ever seen in my life. That's like, it was like, it was, that was the real life of Dave Chappelle eating diamonds in the Chappelle show. That was the real life of that. Yeah, they're trying to bring it back. I, f- I forgot, I forgot. Oh, oh, they, yes, yeah. Yeah, I, re- I read something last year about them trying to bring it back and I, I would, cause, yo, do you know how much boo wear stuff goes now? Like, bro, I seen a jacket for like $3,000. I would yo no. yo. There's a joint. I'm going past there tomorrow though to see what to, to see if they have anything. This is vintage shop that has like old sports shirts and stuff. Which I, yo, all right. So I'm gonna finish. I'm gonna finish off with this because I was a little disappointed. Uh, so I'll tell you, I went thrifting the other day, and um, I was going to the t-shirts because you never know what t-shirts you find. I found this dope ass real old Disney shirt, uh, Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs, but it was a two XL. You know them '90s shirts are like. Whew, so I was like, nah, that, that's a dub. <laughs> that's, that's not happening. So I'm like going through the shirts, going through the shirts, and I get to the end of the rack and I see jackets. I'm like, they're not going to have any jackets. I found a starter Dallas Cowboys jacket, the navy blue joint for $25. It was not my size. No, I wanted it to be pullover, but it was a full zip. It was like the sidelines joint, the full zip, but it was the one with the, uh, when, when they started doing the when when the jacket the break would come up like that like the design that was it was that one so that was probably like ninety nine at least brought the sleeves were too big. I tried it on it was a lot. Yeah, yeah. I, I tried it was a large. I'm like man, I, was, I could do this. I like I could do that. Shrink it a little bit. Everything else fit except for the sleeves. The f- sleeves are like pri- pirate sleeves. It was so puffy. It was so bad. And I was hurt. I'm like, yo, I'm like, yo, $25. Like, I would kill the game with this. I need this. I was like, yo, I could wear this tonight. Like, I could throw this on, wear this tonight. But yeah, you're right. I could have got more. Damn, it's good. It's, if it's still there, I'm going to check. I ain't going to lie. I'm going to if it's still there. They be having some things in there, though. But I digress. I'm going to get out of here, guys. Um, Got some work to do. So. CallMeWhenIt'sOver.com JosephBoyArt.com This has been Call Me When It's Over Episode 51 Keep it sexy 
Shout out to Ric Flair. Nice. My man with the statue. Thank you. I'm out. Call me when it's over.